0: Morning everyone, welcome along, Tradies News, in a nutshell, Tuesday morning, the 24th of October, 2023, Daniel Pedgrew back with you, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SEN Q 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, 1300 01 1170, our open line number, you can text 0457 736736, and that's all before breakfast with Jimmy Smith in for and Brandy at 6am, Queensland listeners, you'll get the first hour of Jimmy and Brandy before... Padding Heels along at 6am local time for you. Big show this morning. We'll have a chat with Chris Perkins very shortly about everything happening in America. We'll get an NFL rap from him after we spoke yesterday. Back page of the Daily Telegraph today. A scouting party to chase a slice of action in terms of the NRL. We'll talk to him about that as well. Cricket overnight. Another interesting result in the Cricket World Cup. We'll also have a chat with John Gallo because Tottenham are in action in just under an hour's time. So we'll look back at a weekend stacked full of football both locally and internationally and also the sad passing of bobby childen so we'll have a pretty lengthy chat with john in about half an hour as well but most importantly and as always want to hear from you 1300 0111 70 open line number or you can text 0457 736 736 the hot topic thanks to rain built tough for aussie conditions when it comes to water heating ask your plumber to install a ring Yes, one or two past five in New South Wales, two past four in Queensland, except nothing less than Australia's best and install a Australia's favourite hot water. Uh, let's get to the cricket from overnight first up. And again, the Cricket World Cup producing a very interesting result between Afghanistan and Pakistan. And we spoke about this, didn't we, last uh, week about Afghanistan being a decent team. Well, they played Pakistan, uh, Pakistan off their. 50 overs, made seven for 282. Afghanistan managing to get that in 49 overs, winning by eight wickets. So, and uh, yeah, only losing two wickets. So another good win for Afghanistan against Pakistan this time, their second win of of the tournament. And after a few games with not a lot of upsets, Uh, We have seen Afghanistan defeat Pakistan. Australia, of course, back in action tomorrow against the Netherlands. Let's hope there's not an upset there. We're expecting there wouldn't be. be. Okay, still talk about Travis Head as well to come back into the team. We will have a chat with Paul Dennett tomorrow morning on the show about all of that. Tonight, the World Cup continues. South Africa will take on Bangladesh. That'll be at 7.30 p.m tonight. Uh, In the Big Bash as well, yesterday, uh, the Women's Big Bash, we saw the Melbourne Renegades beat the Adelaide Strikers by 81 runs off 20 overs. Renegades made three for 167. The Strikers all out for 86. So disappointing there. Uh, Now, let's have a look at some of the news of the day. Best wishes to uh, Dom Young, uh, former Knights player, off to the Roosters, as we know, for the season coming up. Uh, He's been laid up in an English hospital for more than a week, finding a frightening infection which spread to his brain. Uh, According to his manager, it was revealed his client had battled severe headaches and swelling around his face. He couldn't face bright lights, and it's now unlikely Young will play any of England's three home tests against Tonga. At one point last week, one of Young's eyes had closed and his infection had to be drained. Young had what he thought was a minor sinus infection when he flew back to England. But the long flight inflamed the infection, and he missed last weekend's first test against Tonga. Uh, Won yesterday 22 points to 18. He is recovering well, but he isn't due to be discharged from hospital for another week. That's a precautionary measure. So let's hope he is okay and fighting uh, fit soon. Uh, very, dis- very sad to hear that. So hopefully he's okay, but probably won't be taking part in England's matches against Tonga. England, of course, having won the first of those 22 points to 18 yesterday. There is a heap more to get to. An update on Alyssa Healy, SSA EPL. Uh, football, they're trying to do a scouting party in America in just a couple of weeks' time the NRL. We're going to get stuck into that in just a second when we have a chat with Chris Perkins. one 300 70 457 It's five past five in New South Wales, five past four in Queensland. Just a note for our SEN fanatic listeners this morning, in about 15 or so minutes, you'll be off to the EPL big game Tottenham in action. So for our SEN fanatic listeners, in about 15 or so minutes, you'll be off to that. For this is on 1170, 693, 1620. We'll keep you up to date. In fact, we're going to talk a lot of EPL Uh, in that next half an hour but it is time to do this plenty to get across in both australian and american sport in america so let's cross to chris perkins for the makita xgt experience professional cordless power without limits now on tradies news it's time to get the latest from the the usa and it's a good morning to chris perkins morning to you chris Oh,
1: good morning. Your timing is perfect. The final whistle just went in my humiliation.
0: So what are you doing? Football Manager 24. So you're playing Football Manager 24. Is this the only Football Manager you have?
1: No, uh, it's the upgrade from... The, it's it's the annual upgrade. Uh, I had Football Manager 23. I kind of got it late uh, mm. because I just I just bought a new computer when I got my bonus uh, back in August. Yeah, very, uh, very good. Great gaming computer. I can run the game. The game runs great on it. Uh, got into it. I'm now in my seventh season. I, mm. I kept the same save from 23. It poured it over to 24. Mm. I am finding life very difficult as the manager of Dagenham and
0: Redbridge right now. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Are you a big video game person, sports video game person, Chris? I love my video games. I've got an
1: Xbox and my truck as well. Uh, and you know, you know Madden, oh. NHL, um, uh, NBA, uh, FIFA, which is now uh, mm. EA Sports FC because they lost the, the, the FIFA licensing, went away from EA Sports. You know, golf games. I, I do love my video Can games. You... Football Manager mm. for twenty years has been my favorite.
0: Okay, I was also... able to
1: play it. I got away from it for a while, but getting back into it and. You know, I, I, I've been having a blast with it. I started, you know, managing Daggettum mm. and Redbridge <laughs> at the start of my save. They were playing in the fifth tier of England. They were in non-league football. I've gotten them up to the championship in six seasons. But man, the championship level—holy crap! It's yeah.
0: Well, very good. I was going to ask what your favorite is, so you have now told us what your favorite is. And I know we are going out to exercise very important. Going to the park, all of that, but. O four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Talking video games, Chris, we've just interrupted him playing football manager. Are you a video game person? And if so, what's your favorite sports video game? PlayStation, Xbox, computer, whatever. Remember the Wii that was out at one point in time? Um I loved Gran Turismo when I was younger. FIFA, of course, uh, I still occasionally play FIFA. There's a app you can get on your phone for that or iPad for that. Uh, so, your favourite sports video game? Share some memories. Of your favourite sports video game, especially if you grew up probably post 2000. Uh, oh, you didn't have to grow up. You might have still been uh, playing anyway. Your favourite sports video games: oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, and maybe once you've forgotten. About, like, Rugby League Live 2, uh, which Vossi, of course, commented on. Rugby League Live 1, he also did as well. Uh, now, speaking of Rugby League, uh, so we'll get to your tech shortly, your favourite video games. Speaking of Rugby League, before we get NFL rap from you, Chris, uh, back page of today's Daily mm-hmm. Telegraph in Sydney, that the NRL is planning a four-day charm offensives, offensive with some of the game's biggest stars in LA and Las Vegas, as it looks to put rugby league on the radar of American sports fans in the lead-up to the historic doubleheader, which is about... Uh, coming up to only about four months away now. Now, clubs have been notified by the NRL of plans to head to the West Coast on November 6th, which is only a couple of weeks away, and have uh, requested to make some of their major stars available as head office prepares to sharpen its focus on Sin City once uh, this international period has come to an end. So already 13,000 tickets for the two games have been sold, but the vast majority of those have been snapped up by Australian fans. So the challenge now is to get the American fans on board. We've mentioned this a couple of times in recent weeks, Chris, 13,000 is good. But if the vast majority of that are Australian fans, it sort of defeats the purpose to an extent. There's talk about Keith Urban when um, the NRL officials go overseas in a couple of weeks, he's going to be doing a residency in, in, in Vegas. So, they just need, I think, a bit more promotion. And I think going over there and there's talk about another trip over there at the end of November, maybe with some stars that are going to be involved from the four clubs in the game. Uh, is this the right move to try and shore up some advertising and some momentum now, still four months out, considering the ticket sales haven't been fantastic yet?
1: Yeah, it's a start, certainly. And, you know, there, there is still time before this game there's a long lead up to this so mm. there's certainly time to build the momentum to it uh but getting some free media out there uh especially if they start talking national media like two fox and espn mm. um and get get the buzz generated for free media news media and, and sports media uh talking about rugby league Uh, It's certainly a start. They're going to have to spend some money, though. Mm. And I'm still saying, I hope somebody at the NRL office is listening this early in the morning. Mm. Get on the phone to Jordan Mailata. Mm. He is an NFL star. Mm. He played rugby league. Mm He grew up playing the sport. Mm. Get him involved as, as kind of that crossover from NRL to NFL they Get the NFL fans, get their eyes on this game through the NFL. they what? Because, again, here, here's, the, ta- here's hmm. the tagline I've been pitching yes. the whole time. Yes. All of the hitting, none of the pat.
0: I like that tagline. I
1: love the hitting over here, man.
0: There was a talk last week floating around that Tom Brady might get involved in the coverage somehow. Now, that's another person, quite clearly, you'd love. Uh, to get promoting rugby league in America. So I'll put it out for the listeners as well. Which American, let's just keep it to American, which American, you can be serious or not, would you get to promote rugby league when Peter Volandis, Andrew Abdo and co fly over to the US in a couple of weeks, which American, sports or otherwise, would you get to promote rugby league? Uh, There's plenty out there. Is there one that comes to mind for you that might not be involved in the NFL world, Chris? I'll,
1: I'll nominate one who has been, mm. Peyton Manning. Yep. You've got to get Peyton Manning on board. If you get him, everybody loves Peyton Manning. And to a lesser extent, his, his little brother Eli. We, we love both the man.
0: We, we should get the get
1: both involved.
0: We should get the ultimate power couple involved, uh, Tay-Tay um, and, and Travis. Oh, oh, yes. I wonder if we could do that. I wonder if Peter Volandes has connections in that world. Could work.
1: See, Tra- Trav would be a hell of an NRL. He'd, he'd be a hell of a rugby league player.
0: Mm. all right he's
1: got he he's got handle he's got some speed and, and he's got some physicality to him as well he he'd be a good rugby league player and interest- so I'm very happy with him being a tight end for the Chiefs
0: and interesting just to note, uh, Souths are going to be, when the clubs go over there later early next year, Souths are going to be based in San Diego. Brisbane will repair out of LA. The Sea Eagles will spend their time in Las Vegas. There's an article, a separate news story about uh, Vegas uh, as well as Manly. The Roosters, they're still finalising their plans, but are likely to base themselves in LA. So we'll find out. What happens there? All right, uh, we've got a couple of texts on favorite video games. We will get to that in just a second. Before that, though, uh, the NFL. Lots happened yesterday. What's the latest there, mate?
1: Yeah, we mentioned you mentioned the uh, the power couple, the biggest power couple in, in the NFL. And let me tell you, Chiefs fans are very happy about Taylor Swift. Because Travis Kelsey has looked incredible the last few weeks. And mm. he started showing up to games mm. yesterday. How about this stat line for Travis Kelsey? 12 mm. catches, 179 yards. Mm. Uh, he and Patrick Mahomes had a stretch of 29 consecutive targets from Mahomes to Travis Kelsey, where Mahomes was throwing Kelsey the ball. That was a completion. That is a ridiculous, ridiculous, Street to have 29 consecutive targets caught by a receiver wound up being broken yesterday, but still 12 catches for 179. Chiefs win 31-17. Chiefs defense uh, yesterday. Uh, this they shut the Chargers out in the second half. Second half was kind of boring. Uh, only one touchdown It was in the fourth quarter. Uh, in in the second half after a second quarter that had 35 total points between the two teams. um Kelsey's stat line, by the way, since he's turned 34 years old. So it's the last three games coinciding with him uh, involved with Tay Tay. Uh, yes. 31 catches, 370 yards, and four touchdowns. Mm. And Taylor and Brittany Mahomes apparently have a really cool touchdown celebration handshake.
0: Well, that, that see, I, I would like to uh, – it's a, it's a really interesting, this whole Tay-Tay thing, isn't it? Because it sort of came out of nowhere. Now, you know, their life, they're still private people, the private things, a private situation. But it's all just come out of nowhere. And I think, to be honest, um, and people who love the NFL are going to love the NFL anyway. But I reckon the NFL didn't need any more promotion. But this whole Tay-Tay thing has definitely given it much more promotion.
1: It certainly got the NFL in front of people who would not normally watch the NFL, mm. namely teenage girls <laughs> yes. who love Taylor Swift. Mm. Okay, mm. They're expanding the market, and the NFL is all about the eyeballs and the dollar sign. Mm. Eyeballs mean dollar signs. So mm. the more that are watching, the more money they're going to make, yeah. uh, and the NFL is perfectly okay with that. And And for Travis, listen, the man shot his shot. Wayne Gretzky always said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. He took his shot Mm. and he scored.
0: As I've said to you a few times before, Chris, I've got a friend that is still currently in America, the world's longest holiday. Uh, I think he's back in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Who loves his NFL, been to a couple of NFL games, loves Taylor Swift. So this is a great combination. In fact, uh, it's taking time off work when Taylor Swift comes here in a couple of months uh, to go to their concert that's at night. So I'm not totally sure why you need to take time off work when you... Anyway, Uh, that's okay. Uh, Now... um, Quickly on baseball, before we get to the text, because there's a couple of texts here on video games that I want to get to before we have to farewell our SEN fanatic listeners. What's the latest in the baseball, mate?
1: Uh, Game seven tonight in the American League Championship Series. Uh, This has been a weird series. First six games, road teams have won all six. Mm. So that bodes well for the Texas Rangers tonight because game seven is in Houston. Uh, 9-2 the win last night for Texas to even the series at three games apiece. Um, and, and again, like I said, Game 7 is later on tonight down in Houston. Uh, it was a 5-1 ninth inning, including a grand slam mm. uh, that broke the game open for the Rangers for the win last night. Uh, also, Game 6 of the National League Championship Series tonight, Philadelphia chance to win it, advance on to, uh, to the World Series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, South Philly, after last night's... Uh, uh after last night's uh, theatrics and excitement of uh, Sunday night football, everybody's going to be back in the same area because the stadiums are all in basically the same neighborhood uh, for uh, game six tonight for the Phillies against the Diamondbacks. So Phillies having another pretty good year.
0: All right, perfect. All right, couple of texts. If you just switched on, uh, we interrupted Chris playing football manager 24, correct? Yes. Um, so we're just asking – on the text line, open line 0457 736 736 or 1300-01-1170. Your favourite sport video games, current, in the past, whatever. Uh, a couple of texts. For start with Rob in Blacktown, uh, and this is a bit of a dig at me, but he goes, Morning, Dan. You mentioned uh, you used to like playing a Gran Turismo. Uh, didn't you say once before that you didn't drive and had no interest in driving? Surely the fact you played the game, you have some interest in cars and driving. Thank you, Robin in Blacktown. Uh, well, that's been mentioned a couple of times on the breakfast show, in particular from Brandy. I don't drive. And to be honest, playing Gran Turismo when I was seven, eight, nine years of age, maybe a bit older than that, um, was well, probably the closest I've been to driving. So there you go. Thank you for that text, uh, Rob. And one here for you, Chris, uh, from Junior Smithy. Morning, Dan. I play football manager like Chris. I started my career at Chipnam and currently have them in League One after five seasons. He says he also plays Madden, nice. Madden F1 manager, FIFA, uh, GTA and F1, where I finished an online race weekend in the top 300 in the world. Wow. Junior Smithy. Go, oh, he's very good. Well Top three hundred in the world. Well done. We've got a superstar listening to us, Chris.
1: But yeah, get, hey, getting a getting a team up to League One in five seasons. Uh, I'm thinking from non-League. Mm. That, that's a pretty good run. I mean, to 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 be able to trans make that transition from non-League up even to the third tier. That's that's a tough transition, but to do it quick, it's a great thing to be able to pull off.
0: Well, it's very very good, and it's funny, and we're running out of time now, but um the the online video game world there's look there's competitions especially during covid a lot of this stuff was a lot of this stuff was televised here in australia so it is a world of its own maybe something we can talk about maybe even on thursday morning because it is an interesting one isn't it?
1: it it very much is and yeah covid really really made it even more mainstream than it than it was in the past and uh, but yeah, the competitions, the money you can make, mm. professional league playing video games. Who would have thought that 30 years ago?
0: Yeah, no, you uh, can be a superstar. Keep those texts coming in. We'll pass them on to Chris 0457 736, 736 Or you can call the open line one 300 1170 Your favorite sport, video games, past or present? Obviously, go out and get exercise and all of that. But in moderation, it's pretty good. And also, what American? The NRL are heading over there in a couple of weeks to go to LA and Las Vegas. What American should be able to promote uh, rugby league? Who should we get? Chris, great stuff. We'll speak in a couple of days' time. I look forward to it already.
1: Sounds good. Have a good day.
0: You too. Back to Football Manager. We want an update on Thursday. Yeah, favorite video games of all time, sport video games of all time. Which American should we get to promote? Uh, rugby league. Who should they be meeting with in a couple of weeks? We do that all with Chris for the Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation, and power without limits. Still a lot more to get through on the show this morning. We'll have an update on Alyssa Healy, uh, Travis Head. Will he? Won't he play uh, tomorrow? Of course, Andrew Webster has also extended his time at the Warriors until the end of 2028. So we will get to all of that. For our SEN fanatic listeners, you're about to leave us to head off to the EP Big game with Tottenham involved coming up in about 35 minutes, but coverage beginning after this break. For listeners through SEN 1170, SEN Q693 and SEN 1620 AM, stay tuned. We will talk football with John Gallow on the other side of this. It's bang on, 5.30 in New South Wales, 4.30 in Queensland. We are here for red smoke alarms. Think red smoke alarms, think redsmokealarms.com.au au And Amer Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider uh, asking, and we'll ask John this as well in just a second when we speak to him. A uh, lot to talk to John about, but uh, about favourite video games because we were just speaking to Chris Perkins, uh, sport video games, and he was playing football manager there uh, before we spoke to him. So, some favourite video games. Had some good texts about video games. Uh, so, obviously, you want to get out and get exercise, but in moderation, it's good. And also, I want to know this morning. What American, as I said, we look like, back page of the Daily Telegraph, they're doing a tour of America in just a couple of weeks' time, and they then may do another one at the end of November uh, with hopefully some of the stars of the four teams involved that are going to be taking part in about three or four months' time. What American should we get to promote Rugby League? What American should we get to promote Rugby League? Just before, John, a couple of other stories. Uh, The Warriors, uh, more good news after... Fantastic season for the Warriors. Uh, they have agreed uh, to uh, re-sign and uh, the club has agreed to terms with Andrew Webster. It took just 10 days uh, to re-sign, one of the quickest deals in the club's history. Uh, it is now alongside, ranks alongside club legend Sean Johnson as the fastest ever deal secured by the Warriors after he extended his tenure at the club until the end of 2028. Um A belief by management that Webster can lead the club to an historic first NRL premiership was the overriding factor in the decision to re-sign the 41-year-old just five weeks after the end of the Warriors season. Warriors CEO Cam George said Webby sat down with Robbo and uh, their chairman as well just over a week ago to talk about our future It was pretty easy to strike a deal with a guy that wants to stay and a club that wants him to stay long-term. Bringing Sean back prior to the 2023 season still takes the cake as the quickest and easiest deal to do, but this was just as easy. So well done. Uh, And he went on to say more, uh, saying really good things about Andrew Webb. So good news. He's there until the end of 2028. And I tell you what. You look at how the Warriors did this year, look at what they're going to do, potentially do next year. Don't forget who's returning. Roger Tuivasa-Sheck back with the Warriors next year. Uh, so that is very good news. Not so good news is this story that we brought to you just before we speak to John. Um, Re, Alyssa Healy, uh, who's described her place looking like a crime scene on Saturday night when a play fight with her dogs went wrong. Uh, Healy and husband Mitch Stark's two bull terriers, Misty and Millie, were playing with each other uh, when the Australian wicketkeeper found herself in the middle of it. Her right index index finger was caught by one of the dogs and she rushed, rushed straight to the emergency room. She said yesterday, I have two puppy dogs that were having a bit of rough and tumble. It got a little bit more than that and unfortunately I got my hand in the wrong place at the wrong time. My right index finger took a bit of a battering. I think the positive sign out of it is there was no bone or tendon damage or a rupture. I think there was an artery involved, which probably made it look more of a crime scene than it needed to be. Um, hopefully uh, she will be back. Um, the positive side is surgery all went wrong. Uh, a few more appointments this week to figure out the prognosis or hopefully no by the end of the week. And hopefully we'll be able to get back for the sixes before the end of the season. That's a big blow for the Sixers, uh, the WBBL Sixers, with Noah Lisa Healy, one of the great cricketers in the country. Uh, but thankfully, she will look like she will make a full recovery. could have been a lot worse. So hopefully for her and the Sixers' sake, she can get back onto the field sooner rather than later. All right, time to talk some football now for the Makita XGT. Experience professional cordless power without limits. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. Now, morning to you, John. John Yellow on the line. How are we? Good mate, good, good. How are we? I'm, I'm not being ripped to shreds by
2: any dogs. I can, uh, I can comfortably say, which always helps. And I wonder whether Dan Six has be involved in, in having to uh, look at the dogs and say, look, this is, this is not right. We have to the dogs out. Uh, or?
0: Yeah, I, I don't what think. Yeah, I don't think. I wouldn't think uh, there was a bit to talk about that about that yesterday. No, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Clearly, uh, her dogs. Um, obviously, it's, it's a, it's a weird situation. And um, when it was yeah. described as a domestic. Situation in the uh, article, or not even in the article, but on Sunday when it was announced that she was going to be missing that game, uh, people thought well, maybe she had a party or something went wrong. Um, but no, this is just uh, her dog. So hopefully, all will go okay for Alyssa Healy. But John, I thought I'd give you some more time because yeah. our SEN fanatic listeners, we had a hard out before because our SEN fanatic well, listeners, well. yes. <laughs> You
2: said a hard-out? A hard yes. That's something you normally I get after an argument with Paul. <laughs> I get a hard-out. To to, uh, straight out of that house. the house. Um, yeah, no, well,
0: so, a, right. so a hard-out, sorry, I should have explained. A hard-out is when uh, we get the time-up music that plays, which our listeners hear quite regularly here on SEN. And basically, if you don't stop speaking, the ads play automatically. That's probably the easiest way to explain it. So we had to... Oh, wow. It's like a, a shot clock, a radio shot clock. Correct, yeah. correct. So we had to let our SEN fanatic listeners go because they're off to listen to the Tottenham game, which we'll preview shortly. So I thought I'll give you more time because of the hard out, the plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, so you must be delighted about that as you stand there on your balcony on this Tuesday morning. Um, now, yeah, we absolutely. were just... Sorting With Happy
2: Days playing in the background as well because Tottenham are going to feature soon. So mm. obviously Harry Winkler yes. and Ange will be up there soon. So yes. uh, Happy Days will be leading into the kickoff. So yes. Out of that yes
0: yes uh, yes indeed thank you for that uh now what was i going to say we were talking video games with chris perkins beforehand um and sport video games and obviously you want to go out and exercise and get out and about but nothing wrong with a bit of video game action in moderation no. when you grew up or maybe you're still growing mm. i don't know uh what was your did you ever play oh, any? Really? Uh, did you ever play any video games sport video games well, when I was hard at it on the computer, Dan, doing n-
2: numerous assignments, yes, uh, over many hours mm. in the room, mm. um, I would occasionally pull out the old video game. And right. One of the one of the good old video games I used to play um, was the uh, Age of Empires. Um, mm. yeah, that was a quite an exciting game. But if I had to go sports games, I'm going to go. Are we talking PlayStation or are we talking it, computer games? It can be anything, anything, anything all of the right. above. Okay. Well, let's go PlayStation. I used to play FIFA 08. was my right. favourite uh, mm. sports game. I used to love sports games. I wasn't really into these mission games or anything like Ooh. that. I, I loved FIFA 08. Um, that was my favourite, uh, favourite video game, Dan.
0: Yes, I must admit, when mm. I was living in the UK, uh, they had, this would have been 2011, so whatever the FIFA game was then, FIFA 10, was it, something like that, um, the English guy that... Uh, I was sharing a place with for a little while. We play FIFA basically every night. And I think I beat him in, uh, I think I beat him once out of about 60 occasions. And usually I got beaten wow. five or six nil. But that one time I did beat him. My God, it was a really, really special occasion uh, for me. I Absolutely. celebrated You've very You've got that hung up
2: on the, on the wall somewhere, haven't you? You've really
0: yes, taken yes. That to
2: the next level.
0: Well, that was That's 12 good. years ago. And I still remember that to this day. Uh, I remember that time when wow. Australia played England and Australia won. A bit like in 2003 when Australia played England and they won yeah. as well. Uh, but you – sorry, uh, you did say something, though, uh, just before that assignment. You were very busy with the assignments that you were doing uh, for high school. Yeah, absolutely. My
2: hours and hours, obviously, spent uh, in the bedroom many, many years. And um,
0: Did you get good grades? I always came out – Always
2: came out sweaty.
0: It really pushed me to the
2: limit.
0: All right. Um, Um, Now, Junior Junior Smithy has um, contacted us on the back of that. He sent us a text beforehand saying that he actually finished uh, in the top 300 of F1, uh, where he finished an online uh, race weekend in the top 300. So that's pretty good. He also says he plays football manager. Um, He was talking to me about Chipnam and he said uh, Chipnam Town, uh, a south side in the 6th tier of the English football and I now support them in real life just like I support Liverpool. So from his Football Manager days playing Football Manager he's a big Liverpool fan Junior Smithy, but now he supports this Chippenham side as well just from playing Football Manager. Well, that's great, isn't it? That's great and that's a good thing about Football Manager is it actually uh,
2: apparently it gives you the insight into what actually the daily life of being a manager is all about. Mm. And of course, you get to see other sides, you know, in League 1, League 2 of, uh, of tier football in England and other sides across the world that you perhaps uh, normally wouldn't hear of. So it exposes you to all that, Dan. And I've got a little story on this because yes. Andros Townsend, the former Everton and Spurs player, uh, he talked about on the weekend, actually, in the game, he gets a fine for coming late to training. This is all in the game of course. Mm. Now, one of the fans put a snapshot on their Twitter account and Center on social media, saying with the headline, Andrus Tanzan gets a fine for getting involved with a, a fight at a, at a training ground. Now, this is all part of the football manager game. This is not real life. Mm. Apparently, his, uh, his girlfriend at the time scrolled through and saw this and rang him thinking that he was actually fined legitimately in real life. And she, he had no idea what she was talking about, of course, mm, mm. Uh, and so there was a full-on argument. And then he tush, got shown this Twitter account, and he got uh, to tell her that actually this was all fake news. Mm. So um, football manager can put you in a bit of strife if you're not too careful. Then I think the longest record someone's played football manager for, I think, is four consecutive days. Um, obviously, what, eating non-stop and drinking in the meantime, but yeah, non-stop. Yeah. Wow. So, mm. and you know where that record is held? Where that record is held by a Polish <laughs> computer player. In Poland.
0: Now, um... Yeah. Let's get on to that's it, that. That is interesting, actually. Four days without yeah. – uh, we were talking before. Yeah. Uh, we better get on to our talks. But we were talking before with Chris about the fact that the, the video game world is a different world. You, you can win money. You can win prizes. Four days in a row. Poland. Uh, there mm-hmm. you go. Now, uh, on to – and there's some more texts about that we'll get to in a second. But on to some uh, more serious and sad news uh, over the course of the weekend was the passing of Bobby Charlton. So, Bobby Charlton – and I was watching uh, the coverage of this in Sky News UK. Uh, John, on Sunday morning, I just flicked it on and I happened to have uh, the story there. We only have nine minutes left before we have to break, so we can't go into the full story. But what an interesting life he led and what an amazing player, an amazing part of English football history.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The soul, you know, one of the very few survivors of 1958. Um, obviously a Muni disaster coming back from Belgrade and the Man United plane for the, the Busby Babes, as they were called then. With obviously, uh, Sir Matt Busby, the uh, the manager at the time, uh, the plane going down in a fiery crash, and Bobby Charlton was one of the very few that survived. But talking about a guy who's you know had a long career in United, uh, obviously over seven hundred and fifty eight games played for United with, seven, yeah, with 249 goals, 17 years at Old Trafford, a European Champions League, uh, three Premier League titles and FA Cup during his time, and then obviously 39 years on the board of directors at United as well. So... Um, a long, illustrious career. Uh, obviously, the one of the very few who only won the 1968 World Cup with England, uh, which was a fantastic achievement. Um, so, you know, we're talking about a guy who's gone on to achieve everything in the game and won the, the very few legends um, left in, in, mm. in English football. Um, there's only Jeff Hurst now, the only sole survivor of that 1966 World Cup winning England side. And that, that moment the 1966 World Cup has probably gone down as the greatest uh, moment in sporting history for, for England. Um, and I know that's pretty contentious, but you look at then you know, how many years have gone by, Fifty yeah. something well, years since yeah. England have ever won a World Cup with some terrific squads. You're talking about, you know, Frank Lampard, Gerrard, Paul Scholes, David Beckham, Michael Owen, mm. know, such a star-studded list of, of teams that England have had in the past, but still haven't been able to achieve what that 1966 World Cup winning side has. So um, it's a really sad day for, for world football in, in total because I think Sir Bobby Ro- uh, Charlton and Sir Bobby Robson and all those great English greats you hear about in football uh we're, were at their pinnacle on on the league of their own and uh I think for football in England, obviously, it's a a huge loss, huge mourning, and uh, I think everyone around football obviously sends their condolences to the uh,
0: family and friends, and obviously the Manchester United Football Club who will be willing to this for for a number of uh, of weeks, for sure. And you're 100% right as well. When you look at English football, whenever you spend time over there, which I do on a fairly regular basis, uh, I was there when the World Cup, the Football World Cup was on last year, everyone, the the ultimate thing, and look, the Premier League may well be the best league in the world, but the ultimate thing that people want to see over there in England is them win the World Cup, and they always go back to 1966. as a song about it, uh, which gets played every single World Cup, every single day on every single radio station. So when you look back at uh, the peak of English football to date, and there may be more to come, there probably will be more to come at some point in time, you look back at that 1966 uh, England World Cup winning squad. So uh, sad there, and Manchester United uh, actually have a home game this coming Monday morning against actually Man City, so it'll be an interesting game in itself, but uh, no doubt there'll be a big Tribute for Bobby Charlton there. John, let's have a look back at the EPL, though, played over the course of the weekend. It started out with a good win by Liverpool, 2-0 over there. Arch-rivals Everton.
2: Yeah, this was a really good performance, uh, I have to say,
0: by, by Liverpool. Um, obviously, with Everton getting a man
2: sent off, you know, during halfway through that first half, did not help matters for Everton at all. Uh, but Liverpool went on with the job, you know. After some really good defensive periods there for Everton, I have to say they, even though they went down a man, they really stayed to their to their post and really defensively were really well organised as well. But unfortunately for Liverpool, or unfortunately for for Everton rather, you know, the attack and the constant waves of the attack from the likes of Diaz and Mo Salah. Uh, Obviously, McAllister and Shalej Labai in that midfield was just too overwhelming for Everton. And Liverpool got the job done 2-0, very convincing at home as well. So, uh, Liverpool, you know, really in the mix
0: now and I think real title contenders at the moment. Uh, We had Brentford 3 over Burnley 0.
2: Yeah, well, Brentford 3-0, very good performance from Brentford. They've got back to winning ways, which they needed to do because I think there was a little bit of pressure from them and certainly on, on manager Thomas Frank. Uh, or the whole Ivan Tony thing situation happening in the background hasn't helped matters this season. But they got on with the job here at home as well. Very comfortable, three nil Burnley, ten man Burnley as well. Uh, so they got punished uh, quite heavily from Bradford. Good performance, good three points for Bradford. Wolves two, Bournemouth one. Yeah, close game. This I thought this would be two sides struggling on the on the wrong end of the ladder. But uh, Wolves away from home got on with the job. I thought they had been more polished over this season than, than Bournemouth. I was worried about Bournemouth heading into this one. I think rightly so. Again, a 10-man Bournemouth, another send-off. down. we've had a lot of send-offs on the weekend. Uh, so this is a, a third game where we had another send-off to Bournemouth. But Wolves were really clinical. They got on with the job. Saw
0: it out with three points away from home. So
2: that's a big three points for Wolves.
0: Just quickly, Ludentown, Nottingham Forest to all Ludentown getting a point. Good, good, good result for Luton Town. If you're a Luton Town
2: fan, you'd be very happy with that, particularly away from home at Forest. Forest is not an easy place to play, an in-form Forest, a, a side that was up at 13th uh, going into the weekend. So this is a, a 3 points drop from Forest and a really good strong point for Luton Town. Hopefully, for their sake, they can really galvanise the team now and uh, and kick on for the rest of the season.
0: Man City, uh, they needed to win, and they did, although they did have a Man set off 2-1 over Brighton.
2: Yeah, at one stage, they were 2-0 up. I think they were really cruising along at one stage, Man City, before Brighton got a goal back. And the last fifteen, ten, fifteen 10, 15 minutes of that game was, was really entertaining. I thought that both sides, you know, tactically, that's very set up, very similar. Both managers, Roberto Deservi and Pep Guardiola, play a very similar style of football with possession, and high press. But obviously, you could see Man City with the players they have were too clinical, too good, too polished, and, uh, and a good three points for Man City.
0: Big win for Newcastle, 4-0 over Crystal Palace. Yeah, well, terrific result at home as well
2: for Newcastle. I, I did tip this result. I thought Newcastle might just be too good at the moment. They're coming through European football, so I think that will help the squad galvanise together even more so. Um, I think they were just too strong for Powers. The Palace power side, up until that point, that was in really good form. So it was always a difficult challenge for Newcastle United, but they stepped up to the plate 4-0, really showing their top four credentials
0: so far this season, Newcastle United. Arsenal came uh, back from 2-0 down to get a 2 all draw against Chelsea. Yeah, well, this is uh, three points dropped, I think,
2: if you're a Chelsea fan. We look at how the game panned out, 2-0 up and cruising along, going into half-time, and then... In the second half, a very wet and and wild Stamford Bridge. You probably thought that Arsenal were really going to struggle in those conditions to get back into the game. But full credit to Arsenal and Arteta's men, they came back galvanised at half-time and really went on with the job in the second half. Two-all draw. Good point for Arsenal, given the scheme of things. I think perhaps they probably felt like maybe three points dropped a little bit, but given the fact they were 2-0 down midway through that first half and to come back to all... I think they would have taken that every day of the week, whereas Chelsea probably feel more disappointed out of the two sides. I think it's three points dropped for Chelsea. Huge opportunity missed, unfortunately. But hopefully for their sake, to get a draw, they can look back at that with some positivity and kick on for the rest of their season. They've been in good form in the lead-up to the international break Mm. last week. So hopefully this will give them some sort of confidence.
0: Only a couple of minutes left, so I'll just mention Man United 2 over Sheffield United 1. Aston Villa 4, West Ham 1. Want to get your quick thoughts on this Tottenham game this morning, kicking off in just over 10 minutes against Fulham. Do you think the Ange bus rolls on?
2: I think so. I think Fulham obviously upset Tottenham in the FA Cup and and the League Cup, sorry. So um, they kicked Tottenham out of the League Cup. I think Spurs will go on a bit of a revenge this morning. I think with Romero in that midfield, Saar and Hoiberg, Madison playing really well, Son up front. I think there's just too much class in this Tottenham side. They're playing some really good football at the moment, humming along nicely,
0: so I think uh, Spurs will get on with the job. 2-0 this morning is is my tip. 2-0. And it is interesting. Tottenham playing this morning in about 10 minutes. They're also the first game of the next round of the EPL, which is at 6 a.m. Saturday morning, uh, Sydney time, 5 a.m. Queensland time against Crystal Palace. So a big few days for Tottenham. John, great stuff as always. I'm not here Friday, but Charlie Goodsir will be in the chair. And I have no doubt he'll want to talk all things football with you. So no doubt you'll be on giving your expert predictions to the great Charlie.
2: Absolutely, mate. I've got
0: a nice crystal ball here and uh, many hours playing some
2: video games, mate. So, um,
0: yeah, enjoy Charlie
2: whenever he needs to, to help you out. I'm happy
0: to. I will pass that on to Charlie when he's back at the office. Thank you, John. We'll uh, chat. Oh, well, Charlie, we'll talk to you Friday. I'll chat to you next week. All right, mate. Talk to you soon. John Gallo talking all things football. He'll be back on the show on Friday. Charlie, good, sir, to look after things on Friday. That is something to mark in your calendars and be excited for. That was for the Makita XGT, the professional choice for courtless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation and power without limits. We'll finish off with some text in just a second. It's 10 to 6 in New South Wales, 10 to 5 in Queensland. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Breakfast not too far away. It's 6-6 six to six in New South Wales, 6-5 to five in Queensland. Don't forget Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American Footy's biggest game with over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. A few texts to finish things off on oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. 736736 The Chookman says re-video games. Dan, it has to be Ricky Ponting's Cricket EA Sports with players like Glenn McGroth, Justin Langer. What a game. Uh, that from the Chook. Man, in terms of the Warriors, the Windsor Warrior says Roger will be good at the Warriors when he returns, uh, but Harris DeVita under Andrew Webster will be a sensation. Yeah, he's also coming back as well. Good year coming up for the Warriors, one would think. And another text here saying, Hi Dan, the first rugby league game I played was ET's rugby league game on the Commodore 64. Yeah, I don't remember that. The first rugby league game I remember was Rugby League Live with the wonderful commentary of Andrew Voss. Thank you for your company today. Tomorrow on the show, we'll talk to Matty Coxdown down in Melbourne, host of Trading News, and Paul Dennett will be on to preview the game between Australia and the Netherlands uh, tomorrow night. Breakfast coming up, Jimmy Smith, Greg Alexander in Sydney. For our Queensland listeners, you'll get the first hour of Jimmy and Brandy, and then it will be Pat and Heels from 6am local time. Have a great Tuesday. I'll see you tomorrow morning from 5 5 a.m.